Hey, welcome back to the Breaking Bad Insider Podcast. My name is Kelly Dixon. I'm here with my executive producer, Vince Gilligan. Hello. Uh, the writer of this episode, Peter Gould. Hey. Uh, our uh, wonderful actress, Betsy Brandt, who plays Marie. Hi. Uh, actor R.J. Mitty. Hello. And finally, actor Dean Norris plays Hank. Hello. We got a full house today. This is a this is full couch. Full couch. Full couch today. Yeah, this is a very low rent operation. We're just here in uh, in one of our cutting rooms uh, doing this um, this little podcast. Um, uh, we're here to talk about episode number three hundred two, which is called Caballo Sin Nombre. I'm not much of a Spanish speaker, so I hope I did that a little bit of justice, Peter. I'm not much of a Spanish speaker either, but it means horse with no name. Well, you know, it has to do with the uh, it has to do with the song that uh, that Walt is singing. At the beginning, at the beginning of the episode, when he's when he's by himself, and uh, it, Walt at this point is uh, pretty rocked because uh, in uh, the first episode of the season, he's told Skyler uh, how he's been making money about manufacturing meth, and uh, there's really seems to be no possibility of him ever getting his family back, right. and so obviously. Break, we're breaking off into two separate shows, and you guys are on one show, and the other ones will be Walt separately living at the uh, living at the Beachcomber. Thank God. More room at the table. Yeah, family dinners. Absolutely. Our show's a sitcom, right? Our show's a sitcom. It's a four-camera sitcom, yes. Are we finally going to have a normal dinner? Are we going to be on a network? Seriously, Walt was bringing us down. And now, this episode could have easily been called Southern Cross, right? That's absolutely true. You know, the original, the original. It idea. was called Southern Cross, wasn't it? Yeah. You couldn't get the rights? Couldn't I? Well, well, a little everything, right? Go, why don't you go into why it was going to be called Southern Cross first? That was the first... I think one of the first drafts that I uh, got over the summer before we actually started shooting. Well, you know, it was we, we wanted to think of a song that uh, Walter White, who's uh, who's recently 50... Would be uh, would be singing to himself as he's driving through the desert, and he's trying. He's kind of trying to escape. He hears this song on the radio, and he kind of tries to escape into it. And uh, the first idea Vince had was Southern Cross, which I, I hadn't even heard before. Great song. Uh, and so I, I started playing as I was working on a script. I played Southern Cross over and over and over again, and I put all these references to Southern Cross. No, wait a minute. This is Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah, that's and, the one. And, okay. and don't nobody uh, whistle it or, or hum it because yeah, we, we, we can't afford it. Yes. Yes. And this this song was uh, coming out of my pores. And then uh, we had a little trouble getting it, so we started listening to we started listening to other songs that were you know, dozens and dozens of songs. And uh, Tom, our music supervisor, was very very patient with us, and he gave us he Tom gave us so, and I none of them were right. We were just uh, you want something that's kind of cool but kind of like uh, middle aged white guy cool. That's not really <laughs> it wouldn't be that's gangster rap that's and all it always wouldn't be You should have called me. Your husband's grandmother used to play Led Zeppelin on the piano. Yeah, she could Sweet. play the sheet she could play anything. If you give her the sheet music to anything, she could play it. Oh, this well, by the way is why nobody ever sings happy birthday right and on tv shows or movies anymore or sometimes they do and when they do you're like damn they paid for that yeah. i can tell you this chuck e cheese licensed it they can sing happy birthday oh really oh they Believe did a, me, I know. Oh. <laughs> what's the, how's that job working out by the way <laughs> 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 
can tell it's me under that thing. What so. does it smell like? It's that all bad. You know, I got a question about about this one because um, when we started working on up here, uh, the other editor, Skip McDonald, who is not here uh, right now, but um, he he started cutting the first episode. Uh, and I got the second episode, and that's what we did this year. We alternated episodes. He did one, I did two, three, four, like that. And um, originally, uh, we kind of got the impression that this was sort of the second half of a two-parter. Uh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, we were told early on by the good folks at AMC, you should try to think of, uh, and Sony, that you should try to think, which is our studio, that you should try to you think in terms of a two-hour television event. So we kind of thought of a story that would feel like one two-hour chunk. But the truth is, in hindsight, you said something before we started recording this just a few minutes ago. You said you don't think of it in terms of episodes. You no, think no, of it no. as long, one long 13-hour story or yeah. or beyond 13 Sometimes hours. Sometimes it's now even, I mean, it can even be like that with the season. It's just like yeah. one, it's so continuous. It's yeah. not, It is you know. so continuous. Every episode ends with, uh, as we always try to do, as you speak to, we always try to end with a cliffhanger and segue us into the next episode. Yeah, we always, we always like to end where we think we've completely backed ourselves into a corner and we have no idea what we're going to do the next episode yeah. because then we, the audience won't know either. And yeah. so the, when Sometimes we, op- when we open up each episode, when we start the, ne- the next one, we're always like, well, ah, damn, what are we going to do now? So it's, uh, yeah. it, there's usually a couple of days of us having to, having to figure that out. So well, that's comforting. So, <laughs> so, so wait a minute, I thought there was a master no, plan. There is a master plan. There is a master plan. There is a master plan of not having a master plan. There is a master plan. There's a master plan Uh-oh. for all of us, Uh-oh. Kelly. Oh. Oh, you guys are going to be fired. No. Uh, no, no, there, 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 yourself, brother. <laughs> no, but the answer is there is and there isn't. There is, yeah. uh, you know, we, we know roughly where we want things to go, but then... You, throw, you put stuff out there and then don't but you we, we kinda... do wing, wing, There's a lot of plot points we're winging from week to yeah. week. We know in, in, in bold strokes, mm-hmm. broad strokes, where we want the characters to be and where we want them to go, where we want you guys as characters to be, but sometimes... And uh, in the short term, we kind of bone ourselves with regularity, and then uh, and then have to unbone ourselves the next week. So. Well, well, the other thing is that, and this is, I think, a tribute to uh, to the way the way you work, Vince, as, and the way the, the show works is that we won't even if we have a plan. If it if when we get to it, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't make sense for the characters, then we will throw the plan out. So we never force the characters to do stuff. Just because, okay, we're setting something up for something that's going to happen three episodes from now. Right. We, you know, we want moment to moment everything to be real and true to what we're doing. This so. is true. Like, for instance, RJ's character, uh, Walter yes. Jr., was going to have this amazing arc where he was going to have wild sex with uh, yes. college co-eds. Yes. Wait, what? When that's right. Just... That's right. It, it, we didn't feel it would be true to your character. Yes, God. yes. And then yeah. we, we got to be... We gotta <laughs> be <laughs> Why not? I'm doing an awesome episode. You Actually, get... I, I went in and said, please don't do that. <laughs> I knew it. Go on. And Hank was going to help out Walt Jr., right? Oh, I'm still doing that, brother. Uh, <laughs> it's not right for my character. <laughs> 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 Don't worry about that. That's season four, right? That's what happened in season four? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so how we open this episode, um, uh, Walt's like kind of driving well, you know down. What? I want to mention one okay. thing, though, about the opening of the episode. Okay, this is very, very important that everyone know this, that the first two shots of the episode are time-lapse. Good stuff. That. Shot they with were, a still the sh- camera. The show would not be the same without it. They were integral. <laughs> <laughs> Integral, absolutely, to the show. I'm seeing a lot more of it on TV, though, now. Have you yeah. noticed? Time yes, time yes, that's true. Because people realize you do it with a digital SLR, you buy it, you know, 
a Circuit City type Does, place for so a couple hundred bucks. Shots, oh, they, they, well, I tell you, Albuquerque is such a great place. You're yeah. lucky to be yeah. shooting there to begin with. Yeah. You guys, it's really grown on me. It's a good town. I love that town. I yeah, love it's it. Nice. It's very nice. I love it. Yeah. Big shout out to Corrales. Corrales, Big shout out right? To Corrales. Yeah. That's where you, you guys, guys were living, right? I mean, yeah. they followed me. I lived there first. That's and right. They all followed me. <laughs> That's right. I ain't following them though. Yeah. I'm still in Albuquerque. <laughs> okay. All right. I got a little place in Albuquerque myself now. Oh yeah. A little. Uh, I, I love it. Yeah. It's uh, which you may or may not see later in the season. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, so at the beginning of the show, uh, Walt's driving along, and the cop stops him. And so um, can you explain a little bit about uh, your pepper spray freak out, Peter? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, he's, uh, we, were, we, were looking for, uh, we were looking for a way to get into the episode, I think, that was uh, uh, kind of that wasn't the obvious thing picking up directly off of what happened at the end of last episode because uh, last episode of course he was uh, offered this amazing three million dollars for three months deal and uh, we also have this uh, situation with the cousins coming up and um, so part of part of what we were looking for and it was just one day uh, Vince just said in the room what if he's just driving along what if he's just driving along in the desert and he's and we don't know we don't know quite we don't know quite what's going on and uh, that the, the sequence kind of grew grew from there, uh, and so we want and we wanted him to take out all his anger Boy, my, and confusion. My portion was integral to that, wasn't well, it? No, you pitched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the desert, we don't quite know what's going That's where the genius comes from. You pitched the whole thing, actually. You pitched. No, to be fair, I think you pitched, you pitched the whole thing from soup to nuts. I don't think I did. I think it was a group effort. I think it was a group effort. You took a group to come up driving through the desert. And then I said, I'm going to watch. I'm not going to talk. Anymore. This really? is all. This all happened a while ago, you know. Can we talk about? Well, the he can't scene? yell. He can't yell. He can't yell. Scene. He can't really yell at Skyler. He can't really yell. You know, he yeah, has, there's no right. no other no place for him to really. And he wouldn't dare really ta- yell at Marie. No, no, because Marie. <laughs> oh, Marie, Marie would just, yes, boom, absolutely. She's big boom, 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 well, boom. Second one's a surprise. That's well, we, yeah, well, we haven't seen we haven't seen uh, Marie's Marie's talents in that area. Not yet. yet. Not yeah. yet. Maybe we will. I have. Maybe in Maybe maybe you know. <laughs> Keep watching. But you're you're making a good point. He's he's uh, he's kicking the wrong dog here. Yes. There's no outlet. Yes. I mean, it's about There's the stupid. No it's really the stupidest thing you could possibly do. Oh, yeah. Is, not, to, not is to get is to uh, is to get out of the car when the cops is. And the, by the way, the actor who plays the uh, the, the officer <laughs> is just great. And he's a uh, he's actually a fire chief in Texas. Yeah. And and he's he was just he he just brought so much uh, reality to it. That, a nice that, job. That, and Brian Brian was. Uh, course you know it's so much fun to write a rant or a rave uh, you know some, some something where some where the is characters it, really where the characters really because because suddenly suddenly the guy is is you know he's you just you're getting to do like a dialogue run you know where you just he's just saying off the top of his head everything that's oh, happening yeah. and you know he's and when we get to refer back and also one of the things i really like about the opening fell from the sky exactly <laughs> jay but, taylor that's the actor's name Did yeah one of the things i loved show. about the the the, the what we're, we're handling the opening of the season is that the uh uh the airline the airline disaster uh the wayfarer flight 515 is still kind of hanging over everything yeah. you know that yeah. we're not we're not we're not uh we're not pushing aside the consequences of that, and so we have the the, the bit with the, the uh, turquoise the, ribbon, the turquoise ribbons, and and uh, and uh, Walt's Walt's uh, windshield, and all those things, and you'll see that those things will develop during the season. So I, that that was just really it was a fun piece to write, but then to get to see 
Brian Cranston, you know, uh, enact that in the middle of the desert first thing in the morning was was was, was really a thrill. It was really fun to watch in that episode. Yeah. It was like watching um, really great train wreck because you're watching yeah, him like yeah. you're like no <laughs> no oh, you're, oh god don't he's don't. gonna get shot right yeah, yeah, yeah. no but he doesn't i love your line too i love your i love a lot of your line one that i love that one in that scene was like turn your radio down please down means off <laughs> oh, yeah. like, that might have been your line i don't know nah, i don't think so <laughs> yeah it's, that was funny that was funny no it's it's a it's a fun and of course if you're if you're a meth cook the last thing you want is to just pick a fight with a cop so yeah. makes you wonder though, what's with this guy? Maybe he's he, uh, maybe he's uh, maybe he wants to get caught. Maybe he's mm. ready to burn it all down. Really? We I don't know. You gotta wonder. We you love those wonder. moments with um, even from the pilot though with Walt, where because he's that guy, he doesn't ever say anything, and so then when he does, everybody's like, yeah, woo! Even if it wasn't a very good plan, we're like, it's so great that, he's, <laughs> that, that he said it, that he did it. You yeah, know, yeah, he yeah. he spoke up. Yeah. He took a risk. Yeah. I'm mad as hell. Risk I'm not sometimes take doesn't it go well. It could end up with pepper spray, but yeah. And if you're going to take a true. risk, less likely you do it with a cop. <laughs> that's, that's true. Walt, Walt, like a couple of our characters have no. There's no middle ground with them. They're either they're either totally clamped down or they're total total uh, total release of, of rage and craziness. Were you guys, uh, we both, either of you guys, are a fan of that movie Falling Down? Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah. Yeah. I love the poster for that movie. Yeah. I remember it's just. Michael Douglas standing yeah. there in the short sleeve dress shirt with a little clip yeah. on tie oh. with a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does he go on to respect that movie? I, every time I see it, I, I watch it. I, I think I, it's one of those uh, sleepers where it, I, I can't speak to the whatever, the box office or whatever. Yeah. It came out, it kind of probably came and went, but people later on kind of kind of got but, into you know, it. Walt yeah. obviously has a, a bit of that, you know. Yeah. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. snowballs. It does kind of. And it's funny, some funny scenes where you try to order breakfast anyway. There's a well, great ending to that movie. Right before, right as he gets shot, and before he goes off and, off the pier, right. he says, "Wait yeah. a minute, I'm the bad guy." Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. such a good line reading, and a lot yeah. of it is, act, in my head, I wasn't actively thinking of falling down, yeah. but it's a good question because there are parallels. Because it's like Walt would probably say the same thing. Wait yeah. a minute, I'm how, the I'm the bad guy. Right. How do I yeah. turn into the bad guy? Yeah, I'm not the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. And, and you know, interestingly, in this episode, we get a little a little whiff of that from Walt Jr. too. When when he finds when he finds. Ah man, I'm sorry, sorry, yeah, please. But Walt Jr. Walt, Walt Jr. Walt Jr. kind of uh, goes off on mom yeah, and, yeah. during the family dinner there. Yeah, definitely. And what, what was that? What was, was that? Was a little bit unusual for you? Yeah, it's definitely been a big change for Walt Jr. Um, you shoot your mouth off and run too. Yeah, I do. You do a lot of yapping. Yeah, why is this a, a good for you, game man? changer for this Good for you. Guys. You've got a big mouth. <laughs> What's, What's new? You know what? Hey, it's been a lot of stress on um, everybody, and now you're finally seeing it from Juan Jr. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Well, he's he's also mad at, at yeah. mom. You know, mom kicked dad out, basically. And why shouldn't he be mad? He doesn't yeah. know. Poor Walt Jr., you don't, your character doesn't know all the stuff's going on. I until the next episode, until, until, find out until, Yeah, I found out everything. And then I start making it. Right. Yeah. And then the co-eds. And then the co-eds. Uncle Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. 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 after. What's the family show? Things blur, man. Things blur. I know. God. Um. You know what though? Um, I was gonna say that uh, that you know last year we talked a little bit about about the reality of Jesse's house, the location, and I was gonna see if you because we've got Jesse basically 
going back to that house and, oh, that's and, a good and Jesse's parents are, are fixing it up now, but there is a reality to that actual situation. Very good question, Kelly. <laughs> There's a reason you run these things. You know what? It's funny because it's what we were talking about a little earlier uh, about how much is planned out in advance and how much we're just are we just winging, and this is a real good example. In this episode, uh, Jesse moves back into... Uh, which is a scene I love. I love. I love with scene. Bob Odenkirk uh, and and mom and dad, Jesse's mom and dad. All of this exists. I mean, because of the great writing of uh, of, of Peter, uh, but all of it exists. Uh, that wouldn't he would have never written the scene if the house was not available to us. And the story, in, the, in, in a nutshell, the story in the house is last season, uh, season two. And, and uh, again, all of this uh, cart pulling the horse here. Season two, the house that Jesse lives in in our show, which is in a very nice part of Albuquerque, went on the market. The very nice lady who owns owned the house still owns it, I think. Or no, she sold it now. The lady who owned the house put it on the market, sold it. So story-wise, we had to come up with this whole thing, mm-hmm. right, about mm-hmm. where uh, Jesse gets kicked out of his house by his mom and his dad because they find the meth lab in the basement. Mm-hmm. The lady who owns the house is selling the house. We got it. We can't ever shoot there again. so uh so suddenly it's like how the hell we get him out of here oh wait his parents find the meth lab in the basement that's right we had to we had to shoot finish shooting at the house the first day of production on season two we had one more day in the house and that was it and then we were out and and the house didn't even have a damn roof on it so we had to shoot the camera angles very carefully because they were re-roofing it and then uh (laughs) digitally we had to put in a roof or something or, or so then this year all this to say the house has been redone stem to stern. It's it, If you look at the house and if you look closely in some of the footage, you, you see the house looks, it's got a whole other, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 square foot addition to it. It looks, the whole footprint of the place is yeah, different. Yeah, it looks different. So, uh, you know, we work it in. And, it's beautiful. Uh, and, 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 uh, and the folks who own it are, uh, it's all fixed up and they're happy to rent it to us. So we rented it and they're nice folks and they rented it as were the previous owners, and they rented to us for the season. Yes. So we're like, uh, you know. No, you have somebody. You have somebody living in it though. One of our crew and people. And one of our crew people I was Ben Scissors was living there. One, yeah. of, one of our ads. Kind of a caretaker slash. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Whenever we shot there, the rest of the ad staff would go up and short sheet his bed. Oh, is that true? <laughs> I, I believe so. I believe so. That's I believe so. Nice. <laughs> we all have a lot of fun. That's yes. helpful. Hey, whatever you can do to make things easier on them, right? But I, you know, I just love how the cart pulls the horse sometimes, and uh, and yet it it uh, I think some of those inventions mm-hmm. of plot, which oh my God, were out of necessity, yeah. are are stuff that are way it better than anything we might have come thing. in. When, when we were at the screening in Albuquerque, that moment. You know, when Jesse screws over his parents? Yeah. 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 Everyone wow. in the audience, yeah. we all just spontaneously started clapping and yeah, cheering. Yeah, like, yeah. yay! Because yeah. they're your mom and dad and they didn't stand by you. Fuck them, yes! You know, and that's the weird wow. thing, too. Because uh, it's interesting you bring that up because you do. You're meant to kind of cheer for Jesse. Yes. And then you think, and then you kind of meant to, in my opinion, you, you speak up to your own opinions. Yeah. In my opinion, then you're like, they're not bad people. They did stand I, by him for years. He's, a, he's put them through untold misery. 
They should have kicked him out of the house. All the things they did, they're not villains. And we don't, if you watch closely, we're not even presenting them as villains. They're not bad people. Yeah, but They've he's just a hero. But, no, and yet, no. you're right. And this, this is one of the fundamentals and, and of drama. And his baby brother, why am I trying to convince you this to no, be no. on Jesse's side? Yeah, yeah. And his baby brother has the marijuana, and they just blame Jesse because they don't see what they don't want to see. Oh, that's a good point. They're not perfect. But they're yeah. not perfect. They also tried to sell a house. They had a meth lab in the right. basement without disclosing it, which you know is, is all, is all, 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 real, all real estate professionals yeah, yeah. know is a bad idea. Yeah. So. Of course, you don't want to tell anyone that. Who wants to buy something that will probably fall down from corrosion? <laughs> I think that's the point of disclosure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a little remediation there, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, uh, New Mexico has a whole program that shows you how 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 common this is. That there are meth labs in. I'm really the downer here today. Ah. Uh, that there are so many meth labs built into houses that there's actually a whole procedure where uh, you notify. It is. Well, we, we do a lot of research but, on but the show. But we, you we can should. Tell. We should. We should hasten to add that I don't think it's just New Mexico. There's got to be a lot oh, no. of a lot oh, of no. southwestern oh, states and a lot of right. uh, probably here in California, in the Midwest. Midwest. That, that's the shame of this show. Uh, in a sense, I mean, this show was originally, I've said this before somewhere else, this show originally was written for Riverside, California. Uh, we went to New Mexico originally for the tax rebate. We're so glad to be there because it's such a beautiful state and the people are great. Could have been any of the 50 states in the union. Every state has its mm-hmm. meth problems and yeah. probably every state has had to deal with them legally. And So it's not just New Well, Mexico. I think it's to New Mexico's credit that they actually have a way to... To, yeah. to remediate the, remediate these places. Well, that's a good point. Just walking away from it. They turn it into home media or what? Like home media center? Or what do they do? Yeah, they do. Yes, it's a bowling alley. Nice. You try to put a bowling alley down there, and uh, the the, uh, the meth residue helps the ball to kind of roll right. a little bit, little bit faster. Yeah. I'm always curious, and I, I guess I've asked this question a couple times, but um, I'm always curious. Do you guys know? You know, well, come in and you just read it, and you're like, oh, season, Jesus. Right? That was actually an issue this season. At some yeah. point, um, they generally don't tell us. Uh, and at some point, we started getting um, uh, outlines. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah, start yeah. getting outlines, yeah, yeah, yeah. which which we didn't get before. Uh, and I was I was I was always fine with that myself. Not knowing, not knowing. Okay, I because didn't I, even read them at first because I thought, what am I going to do? I didn't know. What am I going to do? Call Vince and say. Mm. Not enough dancing for Maria. I want Maria to have more dancing. I'm not real comfortable dancing. with my dialogue there. Can you just spruce that up for me? What am I going to do? And then, But once I started reading them, I just was addicted. Like, as yeah. soon as it came in, I'd be like, I'm sorry, kids, be quiet. I have to read this. Yeah, so that, just... that's what we would do up here, too. I mean, a lot, I know that... Um, so I juicy. Think, I think Michelle, uh-huh. at one point, uh, Michelle, one of our producers, had said that you guys started prepping a lot of times just based on those outlines. Well, a lot of people did. I mean, the, the, yeah, right? yeah. element and departments certainly had to for certain issues, yeah. right? But, for, but to go back to your character question, yeah, we didn't know. Then we started getting these outlines. Yeah. And so you get it. You, you let that inform what yeah. you got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's well, I, 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 yeah. then they, I, they then I there, really I started to like it. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely a great heads up to see what you had to do in the next episode. Good. I don't know why that came about. Um, well, definitely, I can tell you that the genesis of that, the outline started off in season one being about a page long. The ones we do now are... 12 often pages. 12, 14 pages. Yeah, they're about 12, 13 pages. And uh, the reason is, it dawned on me early on, it, you, you, there was a process where showrunners have to, and their writers have to come up with the ideas and then for the episodes and then pitch them to the, the, the studio and the network on every show. On every episode? Or? Every episode, wow. yeah. It's typical. Oh, it's typical. And uh, And uh, so in season one, <laughs> season one I was thinking, I'm not going to slow down to... I'll give them a page of that. That'll be enough. 
oh, enough for the likes of them, you know. And uh, it was hard to write those things as a page. You know, it was harder. Say, I remember yeah. going to say, "Is it okay if it's a page and a quarter?" No, I couldn't quite get it into a page. Ah. But uh, like an idiot, it took forever for this to dawn on me. Fourteen-page outline that's got as much detail in it as possible is worked. Well, it helps the writer. Uh, you would, uh, you, you among uh, you more than most folks would say it's a great, it's a great practice run before you write the script. Yeah, right? I like. I mean, I like writing. I like writing from a very detailed outline. Yeah, it's just the, it's the way. It, because then I, then I'm freer to kind of come up with stuff yeah. rather than just trying to keep the story moving. Well, yeah. Why did you then go to the twelve page? Well, outline? Because uh, good question. Because uh, it dawned on me uh, that uh, it's great for the crew. It's great for the crew because the crew. Yeah, because the crew, uh, you know, and luckily this season, I'm very, one of the things I'm proudest of this season is, is, is balls to the walls we were. We, we, we never were anything more than, any more than maybe half a day late with a script, mm-hmm. with a draft. But, uh, but thinking that we perhaps later in the season would be late with a script from time to time because you're always running at a, you know, a million miles an hour trying to get everything done. I, I knew at least the crew would have a very detailed 14-page outline. I mean, really detailed, pretty much everything in yeah. it, but uh, with the dialogue, essentially. And uh, the crew would be able to prep. Uh, and then once everyone in the crew had them, it dawned on us pretty quickly that, uh, gee, if everyone has them with the actors, why should the actors feel left out? So that's the genesis of that. But it, it helps the crew prep. I mean, it's a good thing for... Uh, I know up here we, we really enjoyed reading them. I mean, you know, because, I mean, it's... You know, I know the way that Skip and I worked this year. There were only two editors. We had to cut every other show. And we really didn't have the kind of time that we had had in previous seasons where we had three editors. So when we get those 13-page ones, we were like, you know, we couldn't really... We didn't have the time to really watch each other's shows. So we could read these things very, very quickly and be very in tune with the story, but still go on to the next show that we actually had to do. Yeah. And I thought they were really great. When we got the first one, I was like, this is it's great. Exciting. They were it's fun. Exciting. They were yeah. very, very good. They were fun. Well, we, we try to write them so they're entertaining, too. So it's they're not great. just, it's not, it's not too dry. That's we, part of it. We've had moments. We had a moment. I can't remember which episode it was. They all blur together, but where uh, the uh, the powers that be like the the uh, outline version better than the finished script version. <laughs> just just in one scene. Just in one scene. We got notes. Yeah. Can't it be more like in the outline? Yeah. Back to the story. We've got these two guys um, uh, coming in. Uh, we talked a little bit about them in in season one. They're coming up from Mexico and they've just blown up, you know, a truck with all these people in it. So who episode are these guys, Vince? Right. Episode one, that's season one. one. Yeah. Did I say that? Oh, okay. yeah. That's okay. Episode, oh, sorry. Yeah, See, but these yeah. guys we said we met in uh, episode one last week. Who are these guys? We're calling them the cousins. And uh, these dudes are kind of badass, huh? They're scary dudes. I mean, you know, anybody who walks in your house with a, uh, a, a shiny axe like that, it's a, it's a, lot, it's a lot of concern. Yes. Yes. But, absolutely. It's but also, much interpretation. No. Yeah. The axe no. is pretty straightforward. The axe no. is unsubtle. Pretty clear. I saw someone walk into my house with that. Oh yeah. But yes. but also, um, actually, um, those guys look pretty, 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 pretty scary without the axe. Yeah. yeah the, the, the axes. <coughs> the boots. But also, I mean, I just am curious because one of the fir- one of the first things that we see, I think, in this episode. If I remember correctly, um, is is them walking in to an old folks' home? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and we're like, oh my God, are they going to open fire in this old folks' home? Yeah. You know, but lo and behold, they come in and they you know meet up with 
Mark Margolis. Uh, playing, wow, so playing, they called the cousins playing. and ended up with Mark Margolis. Who, Who could, could they, they be? be? <laughs> and playing playing the character of Tio. Who we met? Uh, who we met last season in yeah. episode yeah. two, and uh, we ha we haven't really seen since episode three of last season. That's right. So oh, wow. you know, it, it, was that three where he did the crap? That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's where you were. You, like were you were interrogating him. <laughs> that's right. He's such a sweet guy too, hey, Mark. Right. Mark yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's so like many good movies. I remember when I read crap on cue. <laughs> right. Take after really? take. take after that's take. what impressed <laughs> me. You get up to take eight or nine. That's my question. I remember though when he when he when he when I read I think I when I read the outline for for this episode and I was like really excited because um, he basically has the bell going again with the Ouija board. Tell me, you know, tell us how that came about, you guys. It's a fun idea. We knew we needed the Ouija board. We, knew we needed a way for him to uh, communicate. That's that's right. I mean, it makes me wonder why uh, why uh, Hank didn't think of this. He didn't think of this last season. Yeah, why you know, he could he could have brought a, he could have brought a Ouija board out. Because a Ouija board for me is a way for high school kids to get laid, man. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. oh hey. If I'd only known that. Yeah, man. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Spirits are moving. Yes. <laughs> We had to get the rights from uh, the company. Parker, really? Parker, Parker Brothers. Parker, Parker Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Which they very nicely. No, they very nicely said yes. So thank you to uh, the good folks. At, can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about those actors that play the cousins? These guys are so good. Uh, Daniel and uh, Louis Luis uh, Mercado, Luis and Daniel. I, I never know to say that they're going to kick his ass. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I, actually I, know. Daniel, I actually I saw Daniel the other day. And is it? And I, I said this in the other podcast because we're you know big secret right we're shooting these way out of order so there's gonna be no fucking flow to any of this shit, right? but <laughs> yeah. uh but uh is it lewis or louise i call him sir yeah i know i call him sir i just called him cousin cousin that's all i did that's all i did for the first time i met him i just said oh so y'all have the cousins these guys are so good though these guys do such a good job and uh but yet uh, and they're sweet guys, but uh, when they walk in, uh, uh, and and Anna Bernstein directed the hell out of this thing too. Mm -hmm. But I love your Act Four there, where they're uh, they're on the prowl through the house carrying that that fire axe that we stole oh. from uh, not stole but uh, borrowed borrowed the, the that I we love that axe uh, Nicholson's carrying around in the last ah, part of The Shining. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's one of the oh, shiny yeah, fire axes. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, so that's uh, you know we found the uh, <clears throat> company that makes them, and uh, nice. they were very cool too. I, I, I was I was really proud. <laughs> Out of that act four because there's so little dialogue yeah and it's it's it's, it's 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 uh I, I think it's 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 one of the it's one of those uh it's one of those sequences where if, if you go off to make a sandwich you're really not going to have any idea of what's going on you have to you have to really be watching uh watching watching uh, well the he's TV in the shower it is yes. and I, i've read the outline and the script i know what's going to happen yeah. and still when when we saw it, yeah, yeah. I just was like, "Oh my god, it's oh my great. god!" It's so well shot. I can and agree active. with that because I was sitting next to her. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I love that shot when and and Brian, you know, who, uh, God bless him, you know, we we ask him, we require him to be without his clothes mm -hmm. so Isn't often. Isn't it in his contract yes. that he is, has so yes. much? Yes. <laughs> He's so much shown. Got to have 80 minutes of new time. That he has a certain season. amount of time. Yeah. You know He's scantily he clad. <laughs> I bet he likes it, though. Well, he's God bless him, cause. Uh, but I love that shot when he's opening the door. You're over his shoulder. That great shot Adam got. Yeah. And you're behind Brian, and the door opens, and you're expecting those cousins to be sitting on the uh, on the bed. 
Yes. And then, boom, they're gone. Oh, yeah. so oh, good. My heart. And like I said, yeah. I know what's going to happen, but when I'm when we're watching it, I just yeah, yeah, am yeah. like, it's like... Dave Porter did such a great job on the music for that that mm-hmm. sequence too. It's it's yeah. really it's it's I'm I, I that's one of my favorite favorites uh, in in the episode. It's, Dave it's, did a wonderful yeah. job with yeah. that. It was a wonderful cue. Yeah, that's yeah. A, Ooh, I can't wait to see it. It's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. It's well, it's one of the things, amazing. one of the last things. It's is also it's also an unusual sequence. Not to get too technical, but it's an unusual sequence for us because uh, it's a Steadicam sequence. And this was this yeah. is the way Adam saw the sequence using using his piece of equipment, yeah. the Steadicam, uh, which is not something we use a lot on the show. You know what? We have a wonderful uh, eight camera mm-hmm. operator named Andy, who is uh, uh, a sta- also a Steadicam mm-hmm. operator, and he, uh, you know, he gets a little extra money when we use a Steadicam. But I'm I'm Steadicam. I got Steadicammed out on the X Files because we used it so often, and it's a wonderful tool. But it's one of these things, it's like, you know, too much hot fudge on your Sunday. At a certain point, after you put a certain amount of hot fudge on there, you're like, it doesn't taste as good anymore. So my whole thing with Breaking Bad was to save money, but also to have a different look to the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Steady Camp crept in a little this mm-hmm. season, and there's not a thing wrong with it. It's just, uh, you know, the, the look of a show uh, does uh, tend to evolve over the seasons, and, and ours is perhaps in a... Uh, in a state of that right now. Well, I think I think the uh, the audio, you, even if you don't know that that's what's being used, you kind of sense it feels different. And yeah. The, and the sequence, it's a different kind of sequence. You feel like you're in it. It does feel. It does feel. It does feel different. It's very so. intimate. Yeah. And Andy really is good with yeah. that stuff. Oh, he, yeah, he's, he's really. He's amazing. I had that thing on. I directed episode thirteen, and they put that thing on me in between setups. That is miserable. That's like torture having that damn thing on. The state, first of all, the it didn't fit me, so I'm all like, you know, like the William Shatner girdle thing going. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, and, they, and I got a bad back, and they put that, they let it go, and you know, they, like, oh god, get it off me, get it off me. <laughs> and so they didn't make you run with it or anything. I tried to walk with it, and I every second I, I was afraid I was going to fall over in my face. Damn. It is, it is it's hard. Heavy. It's heavy, but you're out of balance. The closer you pull it in, the less heavy it feels. The further out you go, and these guys. These guys are like... They run with it. They run with it backwards, forwards, yeah, there's sideways. Like, there's like Steadicam camp and stuff. Seriously, there's like Steadicam camp where they're running or they're going up hills and climbing over walls. With yeah. the thing. No, seriously, there literally yeah. is Steadicam camp. Oh, it's a whole lot of fun, too. You make wallets. You camp. You know, right. you weave things. Yeah, you know, we, we got to we gotta wrap this up a little bit, but the, the last thing I really wanted to talk about was something that made us all laugh up here, um, even when we read it, and I just was curious, and I'm sure we're all curious, of who thought of the pizza on the roof, and, and how did that... <laughs> that was you. I I don't know. You don't take credit for anything. You have not taken credit, really, for anything. I just, I just kind of stand there and let it kind of flow around me. No, I don't, I, I don't remember who came up with it. In all honesty, I mean, the execution of the script—that's all Peter in this case, and in the next episode, that's some other writer. But we've got such a—I've got such a wonderful bunch of writers. They're all so good at what they do. And and you, I call exec- them your dream team. My dream team. They're I the call dream, them team. Your dream team. And Peter uh, wrote the hell out of this thing. And in the plotting out of it, something he just said really is true. We're all of us, there's eight of us, uh, right, counting me? Yeah, yeah. We're sitting in a big room, a long table, and we're sitting around for, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Who knows what you're doing there? Well, a lot of crafts. A lot, a lot of, of crafts. There's a lot of lubricants. <laughs> oh! But, uh, Corn. <laughs> A lot of corn. 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 Oh, po- corn. 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 Corn.
But uh, uh, it's true. It really is true that you forget who came up with what. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you literally do because it's it, you turn into like the group mind. Yeah, and a, and I, I forget who comes up with what. I have no idea anymore. It's all, it, but it's when the it good works, news, It's all us. Well, so. when it works really well, you know, it, it's it, everyone's building. And so it's 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 sort of it sort of pops around the room. So someone might say, you know. He should just do something. He's gonna uh, drive. He's gonna drive this car through the garage. No, he shouldn't do that. He should should throw. Wait, wait. What if he? Wait, he was bringing a pizza, right? What if he threw the pizza? So it kind of it just it's everyone's kind of tossing it around, and it's kind of hard to trace yeah. back and and uh, and take ownership. Even though that's uh, that, that's obviously it's, it's, it's a good the, it's a good question. It's a royal we though. But the one the one group effort. But the one thing about that that pizza is. It's the biggest pizza available. We got the biggest pizza available. In Albuquerque. In Albuquerque. <laughs> and Brian Cranston, you know, there's a question, how are we going to get this, uh, how are we going to get this pizza yeah. to land on the roof? Should we call ILM? How, and to stay, the yes. effect. And, you know, and uh, I remember and one. And come of the, out of the box, we, we had, It has to come out of the box. We had, we had talked about uh, uh, breaking it up into a lot of shots and making it into a, you know, sort of a Malcolm in the Middle piece. Explosive bolts. Uh, explosive Should it be bolts? a guy in a green yes. leotard, a dancer, <laughs> that we digitally erase later? Yeah, uh, but it, it turned out that on take one, Brian stuck it. He threw it. He threw it just from the right spot. It came out of the box, as you said, Kelly, and it stuck there. And then when we tried to do take two, no, that was it. Never it, worked had, again. There was one. It was one. So that's, so that's, that's take one. Yeah, it's take one. That's take one, yes. That's right. You only need one. You only need one. Um, I, my favorite part about the pizza is the marking of time. It's depicted <laughs> by the pizza <laughs> with the cheese sliding down. Yes. It's really funny, too, because, You're I right. mean, you know, we were sitting there looking at it. And it's like, you know, Skylar, you know, she, it's not like she can send Walt Jr. up there to get it either. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's got to be in two because I saw it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I keep fucking you know, it. Is, it is quite sad. I do. I, and I love, but I like Jonathan Banks' non-reaction. Yeah. Like he, looks up, he looks up and there's that yeah. wonderful yeah. shot. There's that wonderful shot over the pizza down to Jonathan and he just kind of looks up at it and then walks away. Jonathan Banks is awesome. Big right. shout out to Jonathan Banks. Yeah, who, plays, who plays Mike. Who plays Mike. And he's well, been a wise guy. I didn't and recognize him because he, in life he just he looks different to me than he does as Mike. He kind of yeah. And I'm not even really sure why. Like It's not like he does makeup or anything. I don't know. It's just there's this kind of aura around him. Usually has a big as, afro. As Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have his wig on. He looks different. And his you know, purple Lincoln lashes. Hair. I so, do recognize him. So, formative movies. You know, That's like, right. You know? wow. He was a killer. In I, I hate to do this, guys, but uh, we really got to wrap this up. Right. I want to thank right. everybody for coming and uh, and uh, hanging out with us. Um, uh, I guess we'll reconvene next week when we're going to talk about episode number 303, which is titled... IFT. Oh, yeah, IFT. IFT. Oh, yeah, that's right. IFT. Oh, Dean doesn't know what IFT what means. Does IFT mean? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, so, uh, again, Stay thanks tuned. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, let's go break bad.